expectations. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to season one, episode 13 of low, Friends and Low Expectations. Um, it's been a, it's been quite the week, Keith. Uh, it's been there's been so much going on. Uh, lots of lots of fun things happening in our league that uh, I'm excited to talk about. Uh, things I'm less excited to talk about is our matchup, um, but we're gonna we're gonna get to that at some point because uh, um, there was definitely some some good backing and forthing between us uh, early in the week, main, mainly you to me. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I brought I brought the heat. I brought the heat. You brought the heat, and I and I rolled over like a submissive dog. So uh, <laughs> I got some, I got some good belly rubs in. Yep, yep. And um, I, yeah. you know, but yeah, it, it hasn't it hasn't paid off so far. So far, my uh, my team has not rallied behind my shit talking. If, if AJ Brown were healthy, I'm sure he would have showed up because he he likes my shit talk. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like the last uh, three weeks I've said the expectations can't get any lower and. <laughs> Somehow, every, week, every week I find a way to get them lower. Somehow we've hit rock bottom and then like the fo- floor collapses. We hit a sinkhole. I don't know. Very Florida. We hit a sinkhole and then we, we collapse lower. Um, well, in Colorado, we all have basements. So, you know. Yeah. And I'm I, guess my... I, can, I guess I can keep digging into my basement and try to get lower. But yeah, dude, finish yeah. the basement. Get a nice finished basement going on. Oh, you know, I, I was talking, I think I was talking with Mike about this. Fun fact um, in Colorado, in most cases, um, finishing your basement is not worth the added value to your home. You'll spend mm. more. You'll spend more on the renovation than what the value it adds. Interesting. Unless unless you like go all out, you know. Yeah. And hmm. so Taylor Morgan's sister, she has like she has a a basement, and you can tell by like the way the basement is set up. It's literally meant to be like a second home down oh, there, like like, like a, the way. Yeah. Yeah. The way just the way it's situated, like you can walk in and you can just envision, like, oh, this is supposed to be a living room. That's supposed to be a bedroom. There's supposed to be the bathroom, and uh, she's considering selling it and moving out to Tennessee. And I was like, why don't you finish the basement? And she's like, because it's not worth it. Like, she's like, my home is worth like four hundred fifty thousand dollars right now, and it'll cost me, you know, twenty thirty grand to do it, and it'll only add like fifteen grand in value. Huh. I was like, yeah, well, I guess that makes sense. You're gonna make she's already going to make like a hundred grand more than what she bought it for. So I was like, yeah, all right, do your thing. Well, what you guys didn't know about this podcast this week, we threw you another curveball. It's not fantasy football this week. We are the property brothers. Now we're talking <laughs> fucking homes, talking some, we could talk. How did we get, how did we get on that? Oh, uh, talked about, talked about basements, digging in basements. Yep. Digging yep. in basements. And that's, yep. that's kind of how we, how we got to where we are. Yeah. How we got to where we are in the season. I'm, I'm that's still a much longer lost. story. No, that's yeah. I've been, I was telling you earlier, I've been doing some thinking on alternate realities and universes. I just watched Spider Man No Way Home for, for those of you uh, who get that reference. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing lots of parallel universes going on right now where I was definitely mm-hmm. like 10 and 0. For sure. For sure. So yeah, yeah. That we, I, I mentioned I, I did a little bit of digging and, uh, you know, the, 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 my second round draft pick, I chose AJ Brown. I wish I'd have taken Justin Jefferson. And, uh, had I done that, he would have directly resulted in three more wins. So, yeah. You know, and if I could uh, go back know, in hey. time and go back in time and talk to my, my past self and give him some sound advice. Um, I, yeah, I'd definitely be a playoff bound team, but you know, I'd, I'd tell myself two things. I would tell myself lower those expectations even more and take Justin Jefferson. You know, I feel like that's sound advice for like 
Lots of things in life, honestly. <laughs> just lower those expectations, buddy. <laughs> and that's if you like, can, if it's applicable, take Justin Jefferson. And that's what's the what's the quote that I was using for? Oh my gosh, um, it was it was like lower your expectations, and you'll never. Let me see if I can find it because it, I used that. On, for, it's on Joe's Weekly Awards. Lower yeah. your expectations, and you'll never be let down. Yeah, the most amazing things can happen that can happen to a human being will happen to you if you just lower your expectations. And you know, I think that's the best image I found for for Joe's weekly awards because uh, it's been uh, it's been ringing true, ringing true for me. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, speaking of the multiverse and No Way Home. Um, you'll notice we are without uh, our our main man Philly, um, super producer in Philly. Uh, he is taking his little man, uh, his son mac out to go see spider-man so uh, if you haven't already seen it go watch it it's absolutely incredible if you watched um if you're just if you're a fan of spider-man i think i think you can just leave it there it's incredible yeah Yeah. just go go see it go see it if you haven't already it's worth it it's worth it hella worth it morgan and i saw it uh thursday night opening day Yeah, me too. It was great. I wish I could have seen an IMAX. I think that might be my next investment. Go see it in IMAX. Well, but. I'm I'm gonna go see it again for two reasons. Number one, because I didn't watch Hawkeye before mm. it came out, and apparently oh, there's like there's some Hawkeye tie-ins. Um, but I didn't watch Hawkeye for two reasons. Number one, I wanted to binge it. Yeah, oh, and got, uh, got number two, week. yep, number two, I wanted to um, have something to do um, over like the Christmas yeah holiday because i'll be with uh family up in morgan's parents house so yeah so like, oh, i'll just wait a, on it and then i'll go see spider-man again you'll have that you have boba fett coming out that's mm-hmm. gonna be a fun the, the book of boba just a great great time great time right now for tv and film yeah no so i think i think that's a like i said very uh could be pretty good i think that's a great great plan i'll say last episode of hawkeye tomorrow it's definitely worth it as long as you've watched other marvel um properties so but um, enough about unrelated, as much as we want to put off talking about fantasy football, uh, just because of the, the sheer pain that it brings me at this point. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about some other matchups that, that actually, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Uh, we haven't done that yet. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is The Commish, and I am in the Waffle Bowl. Hi, Commish. <laughs> Hi everyone. My name is Keith, and I am in the Waffle Bowl. Oh man, I forgot to. I didn't share my audio. It was really funny. You would have appreciated it. Oh well, you know we got we got time. Let's go ahead and right. let's go ahead and run yeah, it back. Is yeah, this for me? Do you want me to reintroduce myself? No, let me. Uh, hi, my name is uh, the Commish, and uh, I'm I'm in the Waffle Bowl. Happy fucking Friday, everybody. Hope you're having a great fucking Friday. Happy fucking Friday. Hell yeah. Woo! Happy Friday. Fuck yeah. Oh, and, uh, and 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 I my name is Keith and I am also uh the in the waffle bowl and I am currently the front runner to uh end up eating waffles. Wish I could find the the lead corso. Um No, I can't. I'll say I want to get Lee Corso saying, not so fast, my friend. Not so fast, my friend. Honestly, I uh Lee Corso is my hero for saying fuck it on live television. What about Marshawn Lynch doing shots of Henny and saying fuck it on live television? Yeah, that's true too. That's true. He, he yeah. that was that gotta was love, like you gotta love Marshawn Lynch. 
he's a, he's a national treasure. He must be protected at all costs. Um, it, I, I'm sure you're familiar with Sean Taylor, obviously. Yes. But uh, when he was with the Redskins, um, Clinton Portis and Santana Moss both mm-hmm. played there. Um, so all three are Hurricanes who played at Miami at the same time. And uh, they said that Sean Taylor used to take shots of Henny before every game. That's how he got loose. That doesn't like, surprise me in the slightest. You know, it's just uh, what's up. The mid two thousands, the mid two thousands were just a it was just different beast for um, for football. I I forget what I was I forget what I was looking at, but um, it was like a meme or something, and it was like kind of comparing like great players. And I've had this conversation with Carl multiple times, but like it's the meme of like the the bus, the two guys on the bus, and like one's looking at a dark side yeah, and the other yeah, one's like, yeah. And so it, it's, you know, comparing a bunch of players, a guy is like, ooh, tearing down all these different players. And the other guy's like, wow, you get to watch all these generational great players all at the same time. And I've had this conversation with Carl many, many times. Like the last like 25, 30, maybe I'm biased and probably biased just because it's all I've known, but like, across every single sport there is a certifiable candidate for the greatest of all time that we've got a chance to watch like live and in person mm-hmm. like basketball we've gotten to see kobe bryant lebron james both have you know legitimate cases for the goat um football we've got to watch tom brady peyton manning ladanian tomlinson randy moss terrell owens um golf we get tiger woods the olympics we get usain bolt michael phelps like we get mm-hmm. just, we've gotten a chance to witness like certifiable goats across all sports and i just like i can't really think uh i, I mean i consider myself like a pretty strong sports history guy and i mm-hmm. can't think of like another era where it's just dominated by such great athletes across every sport yeah it's going to be interesting and i think the thing that that i have to like remind myself of is that we we're so lucky now, but like the future is so bright too. There's so many great oh, athletes I know. coming up, I know. right? Like people, I mean, if you would have told people in the nineties that there was going to be a basketball player better than Michael Jordan at the time, like that would have been like blasphemous. You probably would have been, you know, tarred and feathered and uh, let loose in the streets, but, but here we are. So, you know, we got, we're, we're lucky, lucky to be able to bear witness. So for sure. But yeah, let's get this. Let's get this back on fantasy football. I mean, Please. you know, I I love sitting here and can talk sports with you all day long. I can talk to you all day long. Period. Yeah. But well, um, um, some, we're here some, to talk about fantasy football. That's some, what the fellows uh, want to hear some, about. Some sports updates. Uh, you, you're not going to want to hear this, but uh, instead of uh, Rashad Penny getting the ball on the one, they gave it to DJ Dallas. Touchdown. Hey, he's a hurricane, so it's not uh, not exactly upsetting, but. Uh, you know, go Canes, but tough scenes for uh, my other fantasy football league, in which I'm currently starting Rashad Penny, and I need just one more point from him. Well, let's <laughs> let's start let's start from the the winners bracket and uh, move our way down to the the more fun more let's fun bracket. It. Let's do it. Um, I, I would I want to talk about I want to talk about Carl and Austin. Can we start oh, there? Is, I think is, that, I, is that the one you had in mind? Well, that's the one that's first on mine. Um, it, it's right under our matchup, so uh, yeah. this is this is written in the stars. Yeah, so let's go ahead and let's. Uh, this has been like for me. This has been like very pleasing to watch, um, mainly because Carl has the potential to unseat me for lowest weekly score, which is great for my brand. Um, it makes yeah, me really seem great. really great. makes me seem less of a shitty fantasy football <laughs> manager. And uh, um, you know, tough scenes, Carl. But uh, when you're projected for 
barely 200 points over two weeks. Um, in the words of Joe, I am not well. And I think yeah, I Carl mean, this is not is, well. Uh, I mean, this is, this is just a tough one. Like, you look at this, uh, you look at his roster, he doesn't even have really much more on the bench that would have made any difference. But, I mean, other than the Dallas defense, like, I think what one other player, his quarterback hit double digits and just barely, um, you know, Najee has a really, really bad game. Alvin Kamara, 11 carries 18 yards. Um, that's just not, not good, not good at all. And uh, yeah, I mean, unless, uh, unless uh, hotel Beckham jr. Can get a, t- a tutty or two here, you're uh, he's going to, he's going to break the mark for lowest points scored in a single week. And uh that's, that's definitely not what you want to see from your roster uh, in the first week of uh, well his first week of the playoffs. So no, Carl Carl definitely has the team to um, compete for. Uh, Oksana right. saying that I think Carl has the pieces to win a fantasy championship. Um, but oh right 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 yeah I think I mean if there's anybody who can who can come back from this um, well Cooper Cup just got a touchdown so. Um, all right, peace. Austin, Austin, Austin extends his lead, but yeah, I mean, if there's if there's if there's one guy um, who can you know certainly make up the difference and um, you know come back from down you know twenty plus, it's it's certainly it's certainly Carl. Um, he's had high scoring weeks uh, pretty consistently, um, but yeah, I mean his his struggles down the stretch. I think he lost uh, lost another game, and then he barely beat me by scoring you know less than a hundred. So yeah, I mean this is not the kind of performance you want to see when uh, you're hoping that your guys are playing at their best. So tough. it's tough, and like I said, I mean he has the he has the talent uh, to you know win any game, um, and it's there. But so Austin's going to need a big a big. Um, a big week here. Get as get as much of a head start as he can on Carl, and hope that he can hang on. Um, I don't. Uh, love yeah, talk- yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Sorry. <clears throat> we talked about his running back situation um, last week, and it it really hasn't improved for him. Um, so he's he's he could be well. I'll t- I'll say this: the Bills are starting to trust Devin Singletary, and if that's the case. Um, he could be set up for for success. He could probably continue to start AJ Dillon, um, and then if Swift comes back, he's obviously a must start. So we'll see what. Yeah, happens. I think. Yeah, I, what I was going to get at here is like you know the other side of this is obviously uh, you know Austin's having himself a, a, a fairly decent week. You know he's got a got a good performance out of uh, Zach Ertz, who's really uh, appears to have like pretty much revived his career. Um, you know, like he was a top fantasy tight end just three, four years ago and um, kind of fell by the wayside as Dallas Goddard started to emerge, but a little change of scenery for him. And now suddenly he's, um, you know, right back in the mix, one of the best. And yeah, I mean, the running back situation here, that's what's going to be, you know, crucial um, down the stretch here, because I mean, right now he had to start, uh, AJ Dillon, which is probably a pretty fair start. I think AJ Dillon's going to continue to maintain a pretty solid workload. Um, even with Aaron Jones back in the lineup, but yeah, I mean, Devonte Freeman, um, hella inconsistent, uh, Devin Singletary back to back, double digit, um, points. Um, and this week at 22 carries 86 yards and a touchdown, like absolutely fantastic. Hopefully you don't have to play too much longer without DeAndre Swift. And I think 
He's and, expected back at practice this week. So that's, uh, that's good. That's good. That, news. That, for- that, that's actually a wonderful segue. Cause I was going to ask you, um, pick, pick one or the other. Um, it doesn't matter who, but give me your X factor for either player or either, either guy, um, who they need to, you know, really step up and win this matchup. And I'll take the other one, whichever one you don't pick. Mm. Shoot. I'm going to talk about Austin's team and I'm going to talk about his quarterback situation Um, because his quarterback situation, I think is what's going to be holding him back. Um, Tannehill put up 9.92 points. Russ is looking like he's going to put up, I mean, he's on track for 10. Um, So not having a good quarterback is is really what's, what's holding Austin back uh, in this matchup. Um, If he can, if he, you know, if he can hit the waiver wire or if Russ can Russ or Tannehill, whoever he starts this week, I don't know who they're playing. Um, the the Seahawks are playing Chicago. I like that matchup, um, even though what they did to the Vikings last night was uh, pretty impressive, um, all things considered. Um, but he needs a good matchup from either of his quarterbacks to be able to put this game away. Um, if they keep playing at a really low level uh, like they have um, – it's going to be tough sledding. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I wonder if, uh, I wonder if it's almost at this point um, more beneficial to just hit the waivers. Um, you know, Tannehill is going to get AJ, is supposed to get AJ Brown back this week. So maybe that makes a little bit of a difference. And um, surprisingly they've played uh, the Titans. That is have played pretty darn well without Derrick Henry. I mean, Deontay Foreman has, um, had some good games in his stead. Uh, you started him this week, and he had a solid outing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I remember when when Henry was hurt, we kind of talked about um, can any of the guys there fill the shoes? And I think they've done an okay job. Um, so, hey, maybe getting A.J. Brown back makes uh, Tannehill a little bit more dangerous. But, you know, yeah. what what options are there on the wa- waivers? you got Cam Newton, who's, yeah. just, who's been a rushing machine lately, and I think he's had – I think three or four 20 point games since he's been uh, renamed the starter. So, you know, do you go with Cam Newton, um, Tyler Huntley? Uh, that's going to be a guy that I go after if uh, Lamar Jackson has to miss some more time. You know, do you go with a guy like Tyler Huntley? Um, so, yeah, I, I completely agree. Quarterback is definitely going to make the difference here for Austin. And yeah, it'd be interesting mat- to see tough, which direction he goes with it. Tough decisions to make. The, the Steelers, not the Steelers, the Titans have uh, the 49ers on Thursday night football. Um, and those Thursday night games are are, uh, are tricky. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, if AJ Brown can come back, it's not they're activating him, but or at least his practice window, they're not necessarily activating him off the IR yet. So that's going to be something to monitor. And I know you'll be keeping your eye on. Um, who do you think? Who do you think the difference maker is for Carl though? Yeah, yeah. Looking at Carl, um, you know, this is the guy that Carl went uh, out of his way to select, and um, you know, in the last couple of weeks, he's he's been tough sledding. When the Steelers have really not played all that well, um, Steelers really haven't played well pretty much all year. Um, but Najee has been a really bright spot for the Steelers, um, and so I, I think you know, you look at this first week here in this matchup, um, four point six points from. Um, you know, a top, top three, top four fantasy back in, in football right now. Um, you just, you can't have that. And so I think Najee has to bounce back. Um, 
has to bounce back, have a big game, um, whether that's, you know, catching the ball. Um, but I think the Steelers are going to – he's – Carl is going to need um, – is going to need the Steelers to really feed Najee uh, if he wants an opportunity to get back in this. Um, so I'm going with Najee Harris here. Um, I think he's the guy that Carl is really going to need the most. Um, he's been probably his most consistent player all year long. Um, so it doesn't really – shouldn't really come as much of a surprise that – um, really one of his first poor games in the season, um, you know, sees him down, sees Carl Najee's were one of his first poor games in the season really sees Carl, uh, um, you know, with an uphill battle here. So Najee's yeah, my be, guy for Carl. It'll be interesting against uh, kind of a reju- rejuvenated Kansas city defense. Um, the, the analysis that I saw was that the, the trade actually that the Pittsburgh Steelers made with, um, uh, with the the Titan, not the Titans. What was the, it? The uh, Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram uh, for a six round pick, um, and what that opened up for the Chiefs is being able to have um, Chris Jones play out on the edge, um, and having Melvin Ingram or through the middle, whatever, one or the other. Um, but Chris Jones is an animal, and when he's playing yeah. in the position that he's most comfortable with, he's really disruptive. Um, so this is going to be a matchup, kind of a, kind of a. Uh, I'm not going to say uh, Tomlin stirred the pot. Um, uh, earlier this week in an interview talking about Melvin Ingram. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he said that he didn't really regret the trade. No, he didn't regret the trade. He's like, I'd rather have volunteers, not hostages. So um, we'll see if Melvin Ingram takes it personally and and uh, tries to, to make it kind of a, you know, grudge match. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I mean, be... you certainly you certainly don't want to give bulletin board material to the hottest team in the league right now. And I, in my <laughs> opinion, the Chiefs are the absolute hottest team in the league, even though um, – you know, offensively, they're still not playing great offense. Um, they had a good week last week, but um, still not playing like outstanding offensively. But their yeah. defense has been locked down, and that's the reason that they're, you know, back to being Super Bowl favorites. Um, I think just, I think just today they reclaimed Super Bowl favorites in the eyes of Vegas. So mm-hmm. um, that's thanks interested. in large part to the defense. So yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens. Um, Who's uh, let's let's uh, hot takes. Who's who? Who do you got to win? Who do you got to win? It's going to be a low scoring affair, one way or another. Who who do you like uh, to I, to squeak it out? I don't think really think this is a hot take at this point. I mean, unless something drastic happens with uh, Odell Beckham and put this uh, um, put this back a little bit closer to striking distance, I think Austin's probably got a pretty um, a pretty good opportunity to relatively cruise here. Um, DeAndre Swift is scheduled to come back. I think that's going to be huge. Um, so I like I like Austin. Um, pending the results of tonight, I like Austin to win this one pretty comfortably. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. So uh, stay tuned, folks. Like I said, we have live game updates uh, today um, as we're recording during two games. Uh, so we'll try to keep you posted. Granted, you'll be listening to this after the fact, but um, it's kind of a, kind of fun to be able to to watch this unfold. Um, that needs to be that needs to be an idea for the future. We need to do like an actual like, live, live stream episode. Twitch it, Twitch stream it. Yeah, do like a little, little cheeky YouTube stream. Yeah, that could be fun. But let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about the other um, playoff matchup or the the less fun matchup. Um, let's talk about uh, Philster and uh, and Fred and Zidane, please. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean this. Uh, this one right now, it's really not looking all that exciting. Um, Philly is uh, really flexing his muscles, uh, so to speak. Well, <clears throat> he's got 117 right now. He's not really dazzling, but uh, um, 
I think Philly kind of uh, limped to the finish. <laughs> I think Philly kind of like limped to the finish and, uh, you know, was really struggling to find some offense. And um, obviously we kind of, Philly and I went, went back and forth about uh, being six, both being six and six, and he's got a first round bye and all that good jazz. So um, it's a welcome sight for him to have a pretty strong um, first week uh, here coming off of his bye. Um, but he's also really aided by, you know, a pretty lackluster performance across the board by Fred here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the Green Bay defense gets you negative one. Uh, Chase Edmond gets you five. Pat Fryermuth uh, suffered a pretty gnarly looking concussion. Um, you know, Brandon Ayuk and Van Jefferson, just a really not great wide receiver situation. And I mean, he got he got he got what he needed from you know his 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 two studs here, Austin Eckler and Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure he would have liked a, you know a bit of a bigger game, but mm-hmm. um, from Eckler. But you get you know 30 from. Uh, Mahomes, you get a, a solid, you know, 12, 13 points from Javante Williams and a solid 18 from um, from Austin Eckler. Um, you just need the rest of your – somebody else on your roster to do something, you know. Yeah. That, that Russell Gage on the bench with 23, that's going to haunt him. Uh, Noah Fant, I mean, 10 points, three extra points, probably doesn't make much of a difference, but it uh, keeps it a little bit closer. Um, so, yeah, I mean – I mean, overall, I mean, not really an outstanding performance by Philly, but he's certainly getting the job done. Um, yeah. I think somebody to watch here um, in the second week of the matchup is certainly going to be Tyreek Hill. Um, just got okay. added to the COVID yeah. list. Yeah. So he's vaccinated, so he has an opportunity um, to come back potentially um, with two negative tests. But um, I think that's really going to be the the key piece here is, um, you know, is what what is he what is Philly going to get from his receivers? Yeah. No, there's uh I'll give Fred this. He 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 made some he made some he took some risks on this one. I don't I don't hate the risks that he took. Um I yeah, I don't know. I think I think everything he did, uh, the only thing that I would necessarily criticize is Chase Edmonds. Um he wasn't stellar um in his first week back, but that's kind of expected. Um I would have expected him to be a little bit more involved in the past game. Because uh, he was kind of the the pass catching back for the for the Cardinals, um, but yeah, I don't know. I probably would have started Scary Terry, um, but yeah, the, nothing you can do there. It's tough matchups all across the board, and he played the hot hand, and we'll see what happens. And uh, he's got Eckler, who <laughs> I don't I don't know if Eckler like I've seen contri- uh, contradicting reports about Eckler and his COVID status. Um, so that'll be something worth keeping an eye on. Uh, I've seen like two reports, one saying that he is on the COVID list, one saying he's not. Um, so we'll see what happens. And then Philly, um, he may be without, um, maybe without, uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, but he, he has like the wide receiver chest to, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Lockett the rocket. He got Tyler well, I mean, Boyd and Jamar Chase. Out with COVID right now. So, well, if he can come back next week, I like I said, I like, I like, uh, I like Lockett to to burn the uh, the Bears secondary. So I'm surprised he still has T.J. Hawkinson. I would have dropped him. I picked up someone else just because uh, he's up for the year. But um, this, yeah, I mean, this, he he doesn't really need him. Plus, who else is he going to pick up at this point? <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be a tough matchup for Fred to come back from. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible. Um, but it's a, it's definitely a, a tough hole to climb out of. 
Yeah. And I, I also, uh, while we're on the subject of Fred, um, Fred, uh, Fred, uh, if you're, if you're listening, I hope you do go back and listen. Um, Sam, for the life of, uh, for the life of both of us, Sam and I cannot recall, uh, what we said about you last week that got you so fired up in the chat. Um, we came up with a theory. We believe you may have listened to an old episode. Um, but <laughs> Fred got, uh, really fired up in the chat about something and Sam texted me right away. and was like, did I even say anything about Fred this week? And I was like, I don't, I don't remember. I don't think so, but I don't know. Uh, you, you, you talked a lot of shit about Fred down the stretch and, uh, Maybe he's maybe he's just not done giving his looks off. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't intentional, if anything. I, so you know, here we are. Um, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's talk X factors. Yeah, I mean, this is um, this might be taking the easy way out here, but I really think the X factor for this one is is COVID. Um, there's, <laughs> I mean, there's specifically I'll, I'll I'll keep it to Philly, and specifically I'll say uh, Tyreek Hill um you know we, he does have a, a really stacked wide receiver group um but with Tyreek Hill out and um also Tyler Lockett uh currently out um who knows how much longer that that lasts but with him currently out um you know he he needs that second receiver obviously you're going to start um Keenan Allen and probably start CD Lamb um, but where do you go? Um, where do you go from there? Like Tyler Boyd has been eating up some targets lately. Jamar Chase has really cooled off. Um, so who are you going to put in that slot spot? Um, you know, when you really look at the rest of his roster, you may, maybe you go with Saquon Barkley there, but um, he has just not really played very well this year. So you know, it, it's well, it's yeah. You couple you couple Saquon not having a good year on top with having either Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm at quarterback. Um, that's a recipe yeah. for disaster. For sure. For sure. He's uh, he's definitely handicapped in by by the rest of his team, but also he's not playing very well uh, um, individually. So I wonder if it's his um, ankle, uh, you know, who knows, who knows, maybe he, he rushed back a little bit too soon. I don't know. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be, you know, what happens with COVID is, is Ty, does Tyreek Hill clear protocols? Um, if so, I think he's going to cruise um, pretty easily. Um, if he doesn't, you know, maybe Tyler Lockett clears protocols and uh, you're able to start him as your third guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think COVID could end up being the determining factor here, but I'm going to specifically roll with Tyreek Hill here. Um, if yeah. he's out, he's, he's the explosive playmaker on his team. Um, and if he's out, you know, you, you're going to have, you're, you're going to obviously going to struggle to make up those points somewhere else. Yeah. And I think, I think COVID's a good answer for, for Fred too. I'm not going to go that route, um, but if Austin Eckler doesn't play um, Fred being the handcuff King um, does have Justin Jackson on his bench. Um, so that's a, that's a cheeky play right there. And I think, I mean, they could, could score him some big points. Yeah, I mean Fred's um, luck. Fred's luck is Eckler won't play. He'll start Jackson, and Jackson will get him like thirty. <laughs> yeah, I think the X factor here really could be. Mm. I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with Noah Fant. I think Noah Fant could be the X factor. Um, I, I I don't think that's a popular one. Um, but Drew Locke does like throwing the ball to Noah Fant. Um. He did that her last year. He did uh, he did that last year in his career. Uh, he he liked checking the ball down to Fan, like throwing him the ball. Um, and with Firemuth, I, I think it's safe to say that he probably will not be playing this week. Um, 
the just by the the hit that he took. Um, but I think Noah Fink could have a really big week. I'm not saying he's going to go off for like 20 points, but he could definitely put up like 13 to 15. Um, so I like I like him I like him this week. Um, I think Russell Gage could could pop off too. So those are two guys that I would have to keep my eye on. I'd probably probably I don't know if I'd throw Van Jefferson on the bench, but um, yeah, you uh, when you, in your initial initial breakdown, you talked about uh, Fred riding the hot hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I immediately thought about Russell Gage um, mm-hmm. and leaving him on the bench. Russell Gage has really played well the last four yeah. or five weeks. Um, and so it's a little surprising with to me that, um, you know, he didn't roll with Russell Gage as opposed to, or he didn't roll with Russell Gage in, in favor of Brandon Ayuk or Van Jefferson, yeah. who've really been kind of spotty. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know. Van, Van's been good the past three weeks but uh, yeah the iuk one i could see so fred if you're listening listen to us don't listen to us but um russell gage they're playing someone not great either they're playing detroit so that could that could uh, well it depends on what detroit lions team shows up but um yeah right that could be a big game so something to keep an eye on let's make our way down who do, who do you got next you want to talk about uh the matchup that joe keeps referring referring to for third place yeah yeah, um, Joe, if you're listening, this is most definitely the uh, fifth and sixth place matchup. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is uh, this has been a pretty exciting one. Uh, two of the hotter teams in the league down the stretch. Um, you know, Gino went on a pretty impressive win streak to uh, get himself into the playoffs, and uh, obviously a tough break in the first round um, sees him you know fighting for fifth and sixth place. But he's firmly out of Waffle House contention. Um, and now just looking to end your season with some bragging rights. So, um, you know, for Gino, um, Justin Herberts, he's, he's been his rock all year long, um, played really well. Um, Leonard Fournette, really tough break. Um, you know, for me as a Bucks fan, um, losing Chris Godwin for the rest of the year and then losing uh, Leonard Fournette and uh, Levante David, at least for the rest of the regular season, the very tough break. But um He's going to have to figure out you know, where some additional offense comes from. Um, you know, Devontae Adams, uh, 16 points, which, you know, for anybody else, that's a pretty solid game. But for Devontae Adams, it's like, it's like, dude, where were you? You know, <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. you know, and then Antonio Gibson so far uh, having a pretty decent day, 14 points. Um, you know, maybe he could add to that total with another, you know, another goal line touchdown or two. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, not not an overly impressive performance from Gino um, this week, but he's certainly done enough to keep himself um, to keep himself right there. And then you look at um, Fern's side of things. I mean, this could have gone a lot differently. Um, mm-hmm. Brady and the Brady and the Bucks played really really bad. I mean, I think that's four an understatement. That's, yeah, like four points. That's by far the worst game of of, of the season for Tom Brady. Um, Cordero Patterson had a really really rough game. Um, and then just not getting a lot of production from um, from really anywhere else in the roster aside from Christian Kirk, who, you know, in my opinion, is really just a kind of a streamer option. I don't know if he's going to be a regular starter. Um, he's been low-key sneaky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have had him, I have him in my other league, and I've, I've gotten some some pretty cheeky performances out of him. And you've um, got some duds. <laughs> yeah, and, and exactly. And I've also got some duds. 
Um, I guess, you know, the, the, the sign of light here for Fern is, you know, he leaves, you know, 40, you know, nearly 50 points on the bench with Devontae Parker and Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I don't, I don't like either of those to replicate those performances, but you know, when you're looking at uh, the roster here and you're trying to figure out, you know, Hey, where do I go? Um, you know, Cordero Patterson still gives you that flexibility. You can start him at running back or receiver, um, you know, maybe have to bump T Higgins out of the lineup here, but um, certainly this is uh, this is one where for Fern, where um, you know, if guys just hit their projections, um, Fern is is blowing them out right now. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, Geno's is going to be the story of injuries and what he can do to uh, re- replace that. Right, Mixon's banged up. Fournette's obviously. I think I don't know if he's officially in the IR, but uh, it's looking that way. Um, Cole Beasley's on the COVID list. Um, Gibson took a knock in the first half. Um, he's banged up. He's, he's playing right now, but that doesn't mean that he's going to be available next week, right, if, if he's just playing through it. Um, he's got D-Hop, who's on the IR, and who's going to be out through the AFC Championship game if they make it that far. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, we talked about the lateral moves of Darnell Mooney. Um, just depends there. Um, AJ Green could be cheeky. He's been kind of like, like good for like either zero points or ten points. Um, yeah, right. So kind of surprised Hunter, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry on the bench giving him. Yeah, a I'm kind of surprised he didn't start Hunter Henry. I feel like Hunter Henry's been such a like. Well, I you know what? I take that back. He's, he's, he's had, been a TD monster. He's been a he's been a TD well, monster. And I think I said it on a previous um, show. He's he's this year's uh, Robert Tanyan. Yeah, he had, um, he you know, a, he's the number nine tight end in PPR, and yeah, I mean he's just he's he's chewing up touchdowns all over the place. Yeah, so. he had, he had four really bad or three really bad weeks in a bye, and then he bounced back nicely. So yeah. um, against a tough Buffalo team, um, it'll be interesting. So I'm I'm interested to see here. I'm interested to see what Fern does at at wide receiver as well. I feel like Diggs is a lock. Um, if I know Fern, he's going to start Christian Kirk, and then uh, it's. It's, do you trust uh, bringing in Amon Ross St. Brown or do you bring in uh, Devontae Parker, who had a really nice bounce back, uh, or he's had two really nice games um, after coming off the uh, the IR. So I think those are options there at the, uh, the flex position. Um, obviously, Julio is probably done for the year, if I had to guess. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to be an interesting one, and hopefully that uh, Cordero Patterson bounces back. Um, and you don't have to worry about Jonathan Taylor not putting up points because Carson oh, Wentz has been god awful. So yeah, um, yeah. So it'll be um, it'll be interesting. I think I think Fern should be pretty comfortable. Um, it kind of depends on what what happens the rest of this game. Um, but looking at the projections right now, this is based off of. Currently, who's in the lineup? Fern's projected to win by thirty. So uh, that's probably if if we were if we were betting men, which we're we are, I'd probably put money on Fern. Yeah, give me your give me your X factor then um, for for this matchup either side. I'm going to give you the hard one. Um, I think for Fern, the X factor is going to be Cordero Patterson. Um, I think if he can have a really good bounce back week against the the Lions, I think that I mean like a week like he had against Jacksonville, who's got a pretty poor. Wow, actually, 
Cordero Patterson is an anomaly. I don't understand. He doesn't ever get more than 50% of the snaps. That's mind boggling. But um, it's because he's catching passes and he's turning in uh, goal line touchdowns. Yeah. He's getting, goal, he's getting the goal line work, which is really surprising. He's had, he's had two weeks, three weeks under 10 points. That's pretty impressive. So I think Cordero Patterson, if he can have a good week, um, if it's a shootout, maybe uh, knowing the Falcons and the Lions, it very well could be. Um, I think Cordero Patterson will definitely be the the guy because we know Jonathan Taylor is going to perform. You know Brady's going to be pissed, mad as hell, and he's going to come out firing. Um, and it's against the Panthers too, right? So he he's he's all sorts of fired up. Um, so I think I think the 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 game to watch will be Cordero Patterson. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's definitely um, definitely an easy one there. Um, for me, um, I genuinely believe this, but also I'm going to stay really on brand here. It's going to be, um, I'm going to, it's the tight end. Um, I think, uh, Gino's going to have, um, I, I think Gino's going to end up just, you know, making Gibson his primary starter. Um, so he'll have Joe Mixon and, uh, Antonio Gibson. Um, you're going to keep Devonte Adams in there, Cole Beasley, um, on the COVID list, which very ironic. Um, I don't wish COVID on anybody, but I think it's funny that he gets COVID after being so adamantly anti-vax. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be kind of the tight end situation here. Does he go back and roll with Hunter Henry? Um, who again has been just a touchdown monster. I think, um, you know, it's definitely a tough matchup against the bills, but I think it's a matchup that bodes well, um, for Hunter Henry because he's probably going to get a lot of goal line targets uh, if the Patriots are able to move the ball pretty well. So I think uh, my my guy here is going to be Hunter Henry. Um, number one, does uh, does Gino roll with him? And number two, um, you know, can he give him uh, can he give him a big game with uh, with a cheeky tutty or two? He has to. I think he has to roll with Hunter Henry. If I'm like I said, if I'm a if I'm putting money on a game like this, I don't trust the Bears at all. Um, granted, Seattle's been pretty piss poor. Ask Austin, um, but uh, <laughs> I think I think yeah, I like that pick. I think that's good. Hunter Henry's been like I said, he's going to be boomer bust. So hopefully, hopefully it works out. So cool. Um, I don't even know if I want to talk about Mo and Joe's matchup. I think I think it's worth talking about just because I I want to I want to go on record as saying I think this is a really funny idea. Yes, and I also like that uh, both of them have also added players to their roster who are not currently uh, in the league. Yes, and and so you've got uh, you've got for Joe right now he's got Marshawn Lynch, um, Demarius Thomas, uh, rest in peace, and Tim Tebow currently on the roster, and then uh, Mo also has. Uh, our, our favorite Memphis quarterback, Paxton Lynch, in there. <laughs> it's, uh, I, despite, I think that's just despite Joe. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. Um, this one, I think, uh, you know, they're, they're rolling unless anybody gets injured or has COVID, they're rolling with the same guys. Um, Justin Jefferson came out on fire in the first quarter and then just, I, I think he may have had one catch after the first quarter. Yep. Um, one catch for like so, 13 yards. Yeah, so, I mean, if you'd, if you'd asked me after like the first three drives how many points Justin Jefferson finished, I'd, I'd be like 35, easily. Easy. Um, and then he just did nothing, which, uh, you know, that's a testament to the, to the Bears defense. Yeah, yeah a testament to the Bears defense. But, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, he's uh, Joe's going to need a real big bounce back game from Justin Jefferson. Um, and then uh, the 49ers playing uh, playing the Titans uh, on Thursday. Thursday night games are always really tough turnarounds. Um, typically, they have a lot of uh, – typically, they have more injuries than normal. Um, and offenses tend to not perform quite as well. So, um, this is going to be a tough one. You know, it, uh, are the 49ers able to stay hot? Um, and if they are, certainly Debo is going to be the beneficiary of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So I think I think the I think the thing that summarized uh, Justin Jefferson. I don't know if you've seen the meme, but it, it's like a split image. On the left side, it's the Infinity Gauntlet, and on the right side, it's like a like a yellow dish glove with like different yeah. colored different <laughs> colored erasers. I have so the one on the left, the Infinity Gauntlet, is Justin Jefferson in the first quarter, and then the one on the right is Justin Jefferson for the rest of the game. <laughs> so I think not much to talk about here. Um, it should be good. It should be fun. Um, I don't know when, what game, what game do they play? So they play the Rams, um, but when do they play them? Because um, that I think that'll be telling as well. Uh, do you know, offhand, if they're in the night game? No, they're a one o'clock game on Sunday. So that'll be interesting. I think that'll be a, a one that, that'll, that'll uh, we're going to see it come to an end very quickly. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun. I don't know. Um, who's your X Factor? Um, I think these um, are <laughs> in in the spirit of oh, your mic cut out, Keith. Oh. He really has to. He really has to step up and um, deliver a good performance here in this next week and rebound after a really poor three quarters of football. Um, so. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson here. He's got a he's got to bail Joe out here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Mr. Do It All, Debo. Um, he he's literally done it all. He he attempted a pass this week, so like I don't like I don't know what this man can't do. Six carries, 29 yards, a touchdown, four catches on five targets for 60 yards. Debo is like he's been so good for them and great 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 draft for them and obviously yeah, yeah good really, good for really Mo. Good really good trade for Mo. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think we talked about this, uh, what was it two weeks ago when we were trying to predict keepers? I think, yeah. Um, I think you have to look at Debo as a potential keeper. Um, Absolutely. For if, if for no other reason than the pure versatility, but also, um, you know, he's, he's a, he's a PPR monster. So, yeah. I mean, most got options. He's like, he's got Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb, but um, I think if you're smart, you consider, uh, you consider Debo. So, yeah. Um, well, you ready to? We've ready been to... We, we've been we've been putting it off, and no, I'm not ready. Um, <laughs> but uh, but there's no running from it. So <laughs> let's let's dive in. Um, <laughs> our matchup, uh, man, just the expectations they really couldn't be any lower. Um, you know, the week starts out uh, rough for me. I lose. Uh, well, actually, the week started out fantastic. You know, I got 50 points on on Thursday night. I, I, w- I got out of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and I immediately checked Sleeper. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, um, you know, I, I'm up. I'm up by 50 right now. And Mike Williams didn't do anything. So I was like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be a breeze. Um, turns out my week peaked uh, at that moment. <laughs> Um, you know, just really uh, no Lamar Jackson. Um, and I picked up Taysom Hill, which I was actually pretty, I was actually pretty confident in that matchup because I thought, 
Um, the Bucks have an, obviously a really good defense, but um, Taysom Hill running the ball, I figured he'd be you know pretty effective for me. Um, but just really dud performances from uh, from Taysom Hill, from um, excuse me, Amari Cooper, um, and then I, I went with the Raiders defense. You know, silly me for thinking that the Raiders could actually play a decent game against basically an entire team of backups for the Browns. Um, and then really the most heartbreaking piece of this all for me, I've kind of, I've kind of accepted my fate. Um, you know, when it comes to fantasy, I'm, I'm reasonably confident I'm going to end up in Waffle House. Um, but losing Chris Godwin for the year, um, you know, for me being a Bucks fan, Chris Godwin is an absolute fan favorite in Tampa. So it's more than just losing um, a really good football player. It's losing you know, one of the guys who's like kind of the heartbeat of the team, he was on pace to break the reception, single season receptions record for the Bucks. Um, could have very easily gotten the single season record for yards. And it's very tough because this could, that could very well have been his last game in a Bucks uniform. We franchise tagged him uh, last season. And unless we make some, make some moves and um, he takes a hometown discount, not a hometown discount, but um, home crowd discount, then mm -hmm. uh, that's that's probably his last game in a Bucks uniform, and that's um, that's really really tough for me as a Bucks fan. And then, obviously, looking forward to the playoffs, um, you know, no Chris Godwin, uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be real tough. He's he's definitely one of Tom Brady's favorite targets. So, um, rough week for me in fantasy, rough week for the Bucks, um, but yeah, yeah, it's. Uh been a roller coaster of emotions uh, for me because what's his name uh travis kelsey puts up 41 points and i was like accepting my fate i think i Kiefer. i think Kiefer was being um he was being keith was being very uh very generous and his uh his lack of shit talking until like the next morning um until uh the, for that to come out but uh yeah I, I was i thought i was cooked man I thought I was. I think, I think I sent. I think I sent you that that meme uh, yep. with the gigantic backpack, and it was yep. it was my fantasy team, and then the gigantic backpack, uh, and then the guy holding the backpack was Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yep, I can I can be fine, and uh, yeah, I, I I pretty much uh, I pretty much accepted my my uh, my my results, and then you said you got to lower those expectations, man. Then I said, can I go any lower? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and then uh you know fortunes fortunes favor the bold uh credit that uh the new matt damon commercial for crypto um but mark andrews has a monster game uh yep. I, I appreciate you dropping deontay foreman because uh, that that came out to help me um yeah pretty much i got i got pretty much everything i needed uh hollywood had a good need a decent game um Josh Allen put up modest numbers, um, all things considered. Like one interception, a fumble, which I thought was silly. Um, I mean, and Jalen's putting up about the same number, so I don't expect him to go up significantly higher than that. I do have Sony Michelle on my bench, who's got 12 points, so I'm going to keep him there because it looks like he might have overtaken uh, Daryl, Darnell, Daryl, Daryl Henderson, Daryl. Yep, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it looks like it, you know. And, uh, and for those for those following along at home, uh, Cooper Cup just scored another touchdown. He's uh, he's also the single season receptions leader for the uh, the Rams now, which is kind of a big deal. That's that's huge. Congratulations to him. Um, and another touchdown 
really, really hurts Carl's chances. He's down by 40 points now. Um, yep. I don't think down by odds. 40 and, uh, down by 40 and hotel Beckham jr. Is still not, uh, still hasn't logged another catch. Um, and so, yeah, just one catch, three targets, seven yards. And, and they're up. That's huge because that means they're going to feed Sony Michelle or Daryl yep. Henderson. Yep. They're going to um, run the clock out. So unless, unless the, uh, the sea, the Seattle sea chickens can figure something out. Uh, this could spell disaster for for Carl. But um, back to back to our matchup. Um, you want to do each other's teams for who we think the X Factor is going to be? I think that's only fair. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'll let you lead it off. Mm, you have so many things that could go wrong for you, and I think that's not not coming from a place of caring. Um, Every if, week something does go wrong. So if yeah. Lamar can't play right, that that's pain. Um, obviously the the Henderson and Penny situation's not great. Um, I think the guy, I think your X Factor is going to be James Robinson. Um, shout out to Fred for thinking uh, Allen Robinson was James Robinson, so that kind of helped him fall into your lap. Um, but he's been the guy that uh, he got on a he got an Urban Meyer shit list for. Some unknown reason. Uh, was he probably fumble. wasn't fumbled one fumble. time. He fumbled, fumbled one, one time, time. and, <laughs> and uh, it's all gone downhill from here. And the coach, the interim coach, I don't even know who the heck he is. Um, he's like, he's our best player. We're going to play him. Um, and so he he went from going from like sixty four percent of the snaps to eighty four percent of the snaps. And you know, I think it's really showed they're playing a really really bad Jets team. Um, so he has a really he has the potential to really put up a, a gem of a game for you. Um, so I like, I like, I like James Robinson in this situation. Um, but obviously it's going to come down to the rest of your team and, um, it should, uh, I'm going to say it should be, uh, it should be an interesting, uh, finish to the week. If, if it ends now, I'm only up by 21 and that's not insurmountable. So, um, I think it's going to be nerve wracking for both of us. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think my butthole will definitely be uh, be puckered this weekend. I'll be uh, you know with with family, um, and it will be uh, it will be clinched all weekend long. But uh, can't really disagree with your uh, with your assessment there. Um, I think looking at your roster, I think it's um, it's really just the running backs as a whole. Um, I, I'll, I'll specifically go with David Montgomery here, um, but really. The running back group as a whole, you ended up starting um, three backs, and Deontay Foreman had a pretty solid game. But between the three guys, I think you had like less than thirty points. Um, yeah. So you're you're gonna have to get um, you're gonna have to get a big game from somebody. Um, I don't think it's gonna come from Melvin Gordon. I think he and Javante Williams are pretty much dead even splitting carries, and I think um, Javante Williams has been a little bit more efficient with his touches. Um, so that makes Melvin Gordon pretty touchdown dependent. Um, Deontay Foreman, I think he's going to continue to, to play decent. Um, Pittsburgh, uh, or I think he's going to continue to play defense. I saw Pittsburgh because that was his matchup this yeah. week. Um, I think he's going to continue to play pretty solid, but I think it's really got to be David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a guy who like immediately injected life back into your roster when he came, came back healthy when he was on um, my bench. Yeah. So um gotta got you gotta get something from him um you know like you said you're probably gonna take uh, around a 20 point lead into this next week so um i think you need a big game from him to really close it out so 
yeah. I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with David Montgomery specifically, but I think if you're gonna like roll that. with three running backs again, then you're gonna need them to to step up big. Yeah, I like uh I like that matchup. I'm I'm nervous about the Deontay Foreman versus uh San Francisco matchup. I don't even know if I'm gonna start him to be completely honest. Watching what the the Niners defense has done to some of the the premier backs of the of the year. I mean, I think Dalvin Cook had 40 yards against the the Niners so yeah I mean at, at the risk of sounding of sounding biased I, I mean I honestly don't know that I would start them against the 49ers right now I no I I think they Joe, are playing they Joe, are playing uh, next level defense right now Joe Joe said the same thing to me so I'm I'm gonna have to really really uh I'm, I don't want to tinker too much I think I have a relatively good formula um but uh, we'll see what the waiver wire brings and uh Maybe maybe I'll get Thielen back this week. That'd be a, a nice surprise. Thielen uh, up Kiefer. Thielen up Kiefer. I, I, but then again, how good is his ankle going to be? I don't know if I want to trust him to you know play. So Mike Williams against a, a really really bad Houston defense that could be fun. Um, but Mike Williams has gone from like the wonder kid of the of the draft, the steal of the draft, to like what's average. Do you so, remember? Uh, do you remember Don V, the the Pike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, early in the season, um, <laughs> early in the season, he would tweet every week, "Pay Mike Williams," and uh, and then you kept Mike Williams on your bench like the first four weeks, and he was just exploding. I think it was um, two. Was it? Was it the first two weeks? Or it was like it was yeah. like three. It was like three of the first four weeks. He had like twenty plus points. Yep. Um, something like that. And uh, every week he was tweeting, uh, "Pay Mike Williams," and then now, now every week he's been, he's been saying, "Like cut Mike Williams." <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, Mike Williams is getting the looks. That's the hard part. That's yeah, the, I know. He's he's, the... he's getting the targets. He's getting the targets. He's just not he gets, doing anything. With he's him. got nine. He had nine targets last game, and he had three for forty nine yards. Granted, it's the Chiefs, so I'll give him a little bit of leeway. But and uh, he he's getting the you know the. The 50-50 ball. So if I mean he, you know, he catches two more, three more balls. I mean, he's he's there. So it's really and I mean, he, he literally gets so many consistent looks every week. It's it's painful. But we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It should be like I said, it should be a fun finish. Um, I don't know if it's fun, but it's gonna be like I said, a nerve-wracking finish for both of us. And um I don't know if it's been fun going against you, but um, it's, uh, it's definitely I'll, been. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. If I had to match up with anybody for um, for the opportunity to stay out of Waffle House, I'm I'm pretty stoked that it's you. Um, like one Likewise, of my best, one of my very best friends on this planet, and uh, it's just been it's been fun chirping back and forth, and uh, I, I just know I have more. I have I would have more. The only person in this league I'd have more fun shit talking to. Um, in this scenario would be Carl. Um, and that's just because Carl gets his Jimmy's rustled so easily. Um, yeah. and, and I, and again, I, I declared myself, uh, you know, uh, an expert in Carl Jimmy rustling when I made the <laughs> inaugural, uh, coaches poll. Um, but he's probably the only person that I would get more enjoyment out of, uh, chirping back and forth in this scenario. Well, that, that kind of wraps up all of our, uh, all of our, our recaps and upcoming matchups and, that I don't think we even have a mailbag this week. Kind of a kind of a light week for us. Hmm. It really has. It really has been a, a really light week. Um, we had one other idea, and I don't know if you still want to run with it. 
um, with our with our our waffle watch uh, interview here. Um, I'm ready to break out my Walter Cronkeefe. Um, I don't know about you though. Okay, yeah, let's let's uh, let's get it over with. Go ahead and uh, one question each. One question each. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. We could just do one. Um, okay. You want me to go first, or do you want you want to? You, go first? you go first. I'm going to think about it. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, you think here. Um. So yeah, uh, the season is, is it's been a, it's been a long one. It's been really grueling. Um. Obviously, you start up the season really hot. Uh, we both did, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, to find yourself here, sitting uh sitting within striking distance of of a long stay in Waffle House. You know, we touched on it. You'll probably take mm-hmm. uh about a 20 point lead here into the second week. Certainly not anything that you're, uh, you're resting your laurels on. Um, what's kind of your mindset going into the second week here? Um, my mindset going into the second week is that, you know, if I lose, I've already accepted defeat. Um, and you know, there's, there's a, it can't it can't get it can't get any worse than that so that's good um, if i, I have, lose my expectations still couldn't be any lower <laughs> yeah if i lose i have i have met the expectation and if i win you know it's like one of those mindsets um i used to do this on tests i was like you know what i'm very confident i'm going to get a c so if i get a c or higher i am you know i'm pleased with the yeah, outcome you're, you're on cloud, i'm huh? pleased with the outcome so i'm kind of in that situation too you know what i've already accepted that I probably could lose this week and, you know, I've come, I've come to peace with that. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. And if I win, you know, it's great. I'm going to be happy. Um, I probably won't talk too much shit and that's, that's just kind of not who I am. And I don't believe you for one second. Um, I, I do agree that yes, that's not who you are. No. Um, but I think I'm the one exception to that. Um, I'll, get, I'll get one that, good chirp off. I'll that, get one that, good chirp, but it'll be like a trait of yours. It'll be like a cheeky chirp, you know, because like even when I won the league uh, two years ago, I, I mean, it wasn't a reign of terror, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a reign of terror. So well, we didn't, we didn't have a championship belt back then. I'm sure yeah, you'd have been pretty obnoxious if you had, uh, because we had, a, for it. we had a bunch of cheap, cheap, uh, cheap friends. Love my friends. But the cheap, <laughs> cheap bitch. didn't even want to raise dues by five bucks. Uh, there, yeah. There's this other league I'm in. They have a really, really good, a really cool idea that I just know would be a lot of fun. But I know the guys in this league won't vote for it because it would require us to raise dues. Uh, it's it's oh, a yeah. weekly. It's a for the for the guys in the league. It's a weekly payout for the high score. And so um, the league dues were fifty bucks, and then every week the high score in the league gets twenty bucks. And so I've already been high score in that league three times. I've already made $10 on the league and I'm in the playoffs. I'm about to win my matchup here and I've got a chance to, I'm going to have a chance to go into the championship round and win $200. And so that's my suggestion. I know it's going to get shot down because these guys didn't even want to raise it by $5, but uh, yes, Yes. we couldn't get, couldn't get money together for the belt like two years ago. Uh, So much less last year so um, i'm you know I'm, I'm accepting my small victories of getting a belt so that that's a step in the right direction i didn't get to <laughs> i didn't get to have a year with it um so but, that's but hey you brought it to the league and you know that's that, that's important yeah those, those um, are the kind of things that, that build your legacy i think for you i think the question i have for you um what's been the most disappointing part for you obviously you know week in and week out I think you you had a team at least from the start that could have won, you know, every week. You talk about the hypotheticals of of uh of having drafting Justin Jefferson. 
Um, so what, what's been like the, the most, the part that's maybe most frustrating for you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Carl and I spent the entire off season and we talked almost daily about our draft strategies and really my draft went as well as can be expected. Um, you taking Josh Allen as early as you did was really kind of like the only thing that really threw a wrench in my draft plan. But I remember finishing up and I was like, I objectively have a good roster capable of winning. And then I made a trade to get uh, Daryl Henderson. Um, and I felt really good about things. So I think the most disappointing thing has just been like consistently week in and week out my team underperforming, like yeah. individually that I have a team of great players individually Lamar Jackson is a top five top seven quarterback individually um Chris Godwin is a top top seven wide receiver individually you know Daryl Henderson and James Robinson are good good players um individually Travis I'm not even going to bring Travis Kelsey he's been fine he's been everything I've hoped for more um but yeah it's just it's just been consistently underperforming and it's like my roster if they all do what I need them to do, uh, there's no way I'm playing for um, <clears throat> playing to try to keep myself out of Waffle House. Um, but it's just been like the consistently it's like I can always bank on it. Like two, three players are going to underperform and it's going to cost me, you know, 30, 40 points. So that's been the most disappointing part is just the underperformance with a roster that is objectively good, um, you know, oh. and now sitting here in a position where. I'm, you know, staring down the barrel of a of a long stay in Waffle House. So hear me, hear me out. Are you familiar with the butterfly effect at all? <laughs> I want to know where you're going with this. So yes. So to those listeners who uh, don't have the the psychology background that I do, here, come, uh, here comes that cheeky chirp he mentioned. <laughs> well, the butterfly effect is basically is that one one small decision could ultimately like alter everything and set you up for like the worst timeline um, and like one small change in your routine or one small thing that, uh, mm -hmm. that you do differently could set you up for failure. Or could, you know, could send everything into a spiral into disaster. Do you think that by not taking Justin Jefferson, that is your butterfly effect? Um, I, I mean, we talked about it. I think um, he, if I had Justin Jefferson, he would have directly resulted in like two or three more wins. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, if I had to point to like, if I had to point to just one thing that could change the outlook of the season, yeah, it would certainly be, uh, taking AJ Brown over Justin Jefferson. Uh, and I'm not saying that that would make me like a championship contender, but I certainly wouldn't be a Waffle House contender. Um, if I had Justin Jefferson. So yeah, if I could point to one thing, that's, that's probably the one thing. So like me so, yeah, taking, I think, a... I think, I think JJ Jettas is, uh, is my butterfly. That's like me taking Calvin Ridley. Hope oh, the man gets tough. well, but that's a tough one. I hope he, like I said, I hope he gets the help he needs. But man, he did not do me any favors this year. No, no, not even a little. <laughs> no. if, if, it, if it helps at all, my uh, my highly my highly coveted uh, top pick receiver also did not do me any favors. Who was your AJ Brown? AJ Brown. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you know, hey, maybe AJ Brown comes back this week and uh, you know lights you up and you know brings me back from. Brings me back from the abyss, but uh, I better start. I better start shit talking him now because that's Man, really the only thing that he responds to. Should have started Jalen Hurts, twenty-seven points. Glad Damn. you started Jalen Hurts. Thank you. And then I got Sony Michelle's got thirteen points. Should have started him over Melvin. 
you know, you win some, you lose some. We're definitely at the losing some point. <laughs> we are losing some more than we're winning some. Well, do you want to close this out? And this is a best of luck to you, sir. I, I hope, I hope, uh, hope your fantasy team does everything you need them to do. Um, well, I mean, slightly... I forgot, I forgot to post the mailbag this week, so that's that's my bad. Um, but uh, are there any like shower thoughts questions that you that you've had? Any anything that's come up? Let me look. Oh, let me. Let me see if I can find some old ones. We had a lot last week, didn't we? I think we one pretty good. Should I pull like one from last week? Good, uh... Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I don't like Carl's. Carl was very angsty last week. Carl's been very upset with me. Yeah, it was um, nothing, nothing IRA related. Kind of. <laughs> um. Gino asked who can eat the most waffles the fastest, you or me. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> the fastest? I think me. I think you could probably eat more waffles than me, though. Probably. I'd like. Do you think you can still do the multiplication speed test in under a minute? I think I can. Oh, uh, So I saw that question last week. Um, do you want to make this our question before I tell this story? Should we, should we, should we try it? Should we do it on screen? <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> I don't want to do it once. <laughs> let's do it after the show. <laughs> let's, let's do you, don't it after. Want to, you don't want to do it for the fellas live. You don't want to get embarrassed on. on oh, hey, but, hey, remember, remember, they're they're lads now. They're lads. Oh yeah, you bunch of wankers. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, we finally reached uh, our our second European market um, in uh, in Great Britain, so or the United Kingdom. Um, so now we are trying to cater to our, our new listeners in the UK. Uh, so we will be uh, abandoning the term the fellas um, in exchange for lads. Um, and we will also be using cheeky a lot more um, to make sure that we are appeasing our UK listeners. Thank also, you, people in also, the UK, for uh, listening to our show. Also, wanker. Just a, a nice guy who likes to be alone with his thoughts. <laughs> likes to be alone with his thoughts. Just a great guy. Great all around. All right. Um, what which question do we want to talk about? I don't even remember. Oh, I don't know. You you mentioned the the, the speed test question. Uh, do you want to do you want to answer it or do you want to do it? I don't I don't know if we well, have to I, do it. So I I so here here's my story. We'll just roll with this question. Here's my story. Okay. Um, I legitimately used to be so good at the multiplication flashcard, the game around the world, um, where like you know you'd get up and you walk seat to seat. I used to be so good. Um, that when I got up after I made it around the world the first time, um, which I would almost always would like people just didn't beat me in that. Um, after I made it around the classroom once my teacher would give, um, would give my, whoever I was up against two seconds to answer the question. (laughs) And if they answered it in two seconds, they'd win obviously. Um, but if they didn't answer it in two seconds then I could, I could just go ahead and go. Um, and that was like really the only way that they could beat me in that. I was really, really good at the the multiplication flashcards. Yeah, dude, that stuff is ingrained in my head. They uh, they, they don't want to see you winning. I'll never forget. It was my fourth grade teacher. Her name was Miss Curl. Um, and yeah, she instituted that rule because I was kicking everybody's ass. Fuck you, yeah, Miss Curl. Just, those those of like PTSD. I'm just like scarred. <laughs> I'm just oh no, I missed one. I was actually doing it. You're doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know how many questions I'm supposed to get, but I'm at like just do as many as you can in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I've got twenty twenty four. Like I'll have to do good. mine after this and, and send you the results. It's kind of hard because the one I did has like gives you like nine different options you can pick from. So you have to like look through the options. Oh, to, yeah. So you have to actually read it. It's not like it's not like typing it in. But no, I definitely I definitely could do that. I'd flex on a little bit. Carl would probably plug his into a spreadsheet. Carl loves think, a good spreadsheet. You think, you think Carl's actually like good at math without like spreadsheets and calculators? I know. He's a business major. He has to be, right? I, I, so I, th- I think he's I think he like I think he knows math, but yeah. I also think his profession is one that relies on technology so much that if you asked him to do like some of the work that he does without the help of technology, I think he'd struggle. I think I think a lot of it you have to do with the technology nowadays. But yeah, I think I think Carl's probably like a spreadsheet wizard. I think the dude probably knows more formulas off the back of his. He could he uh, Carl Carl. Um, Carl pegs me as the type of guy who can probably like use Excel without using his mouse, you know, cause he just knows oh, yeah. like, all the buttons. So he doesn't have to like use the mouse to click, you know, f- to go to the certain cell and then oh, yeah. put stuff. He can just, you know, control F, you know, whatever. And, you know, just navigate through a sheet that way. Um, yeah. So Carl, please, uh, if you, if you are listening to this, let me confirm or deny my, uh, my belief about your if proficiency uh, with Excel. If you're a Spotify listener, go ahead and, answer that question in the in the comments section which i think has been a really fun feature we had some really good answers last week to the the album question was that last week i i really i'm I'm upset that i missed that question because that Mm -hmm. um i because i would have loved um to be a part of that conversation when y'all were talking about it um i know philly talked about like dark side of the moon and because the internet yeah um I would really. I, I'm. I, I'm glad y'all picked it because I. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a. Yeah. It's an important question for me. Music is is very important to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, just just a, a great question, and um. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad. Glad. Glad the fellows. Glad. Glad the, the lads. lads en- the lads enjoyed it. <laughs> glad the lads participated. So well, I think that concludes our show this week, Keith. Um, as always, uh, keep keep your expectations low and your standards lower, especially this week. Um, cause it's going to be a doozy. Yeah. We, uh, I, I will, I will see you on the other side. You know, I'm going to keep, uh, I'll keep texting you every day as usual. Godspeed, um, my friend. And, and I, I genuinely do mean this, uh, best of luck. Um, just not too much luck, but best of luck. Yeah. And, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you on the other side. We'll see the fellas on the other side this time next Ex- week. We'll know. We're excited to, Waffles. we're going to have a lot of, we're going to have a lot of good results. We're going to find out who's in the, the championship and we're going to find out who's going to be spending some time in waffle house. So uh, it should be another great episode and uh, we'll see y'all next week with Gino. We have Gino next week. I forgot about that. We do. Yeah. We wrap up. uh, We wrap up. Well, I mean, we have more episodes in the season, Yeah, but but it's our last, at least our last scheduled guest episode. That's our last guest for the year. Yeah. The Gino, the Gino Christmas special. Maybe we need, maybe we need to explore, um, you know, a guest schedule in the off season. You know, we already have some off season content planned um you know maybe we have uh maybe we have the league champion on um whoever that is you know as a guest and oh. um you know maybe one of us could uh join the show as um you know not a host um Ooh. you know we could we could have philly sub in as as a co-host for that week and then um you know who whichever of us ends up in waffle house you know we join the show as uh to commiserate <laughs> fair fair so all right fellas lads we will See you on uh, on the, the in a fortnight. <laughs> in a fortnight. <laughs>